pleasing to you, O Lord my God, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I have a confession for you. Preaching is scary for me. Uh, And not just scary, absolutely terrifying. Don't get me wrong, I love preaching. It it really is one of my favorite things to do in the world. I've, I've done it for about 10 years now and regularly for about six years, but it terrifies me. Uh, days before I do something like this, I can't eat or sleep very well. Uh, and it's just out of nerds. And it's not you, it's just me. Uh, it's who I am. I just have a massive fear of public speaking. And as much as I've prayed about it, I still get scared every time. As a licensed preacher in our diocese, I get to go around to other churches, uh, and I love getting to speak with, with the new lay preachers that we're training up in our diocese. And we'll all kind of share our experiences, uh, difficulties. <laughs> and I try to be honest with the new preachers, um, kind of about my own difficulties and my fears, because after well over 100 s- sermons, it just still terrifies me to be up here. Uh, And to be honest, that's a little embarrassing, (laughs) but I wanted to share that with you uh, because I'm trying to practice vulnerability, uh, and I want to be vulnerable with you uh, because this season of Epiphany is a great time for that. Uh, This season of Epiphany, it's the season about revealing. A way of thinking about the name Epiphany is going like, oh, I, I had an epiphany. I had an idea. I learned something. It's the season about revealing, mostly about Jesus, but more than that, too. Uh, During these Sundays after the Epiphany, more and more is being revealed to us about the gospel, about Jesus, about God's kingdom, this world, and ourselves. And I think a good practice in this season is to practice that vulnerability with one another. So, hello, (laughs) my name's Alexander Thomas, and I have a fear of public speaking. But I want to practice that vulnerability because honesty has a way of not only bringing people together, but just reminding us that we're not alone. I doubt I'm the only person in this room uh, that has social anxiety and a fear of public speaking. I'd like to think Father Christopher might be afraid of public speaking, but I have a a hard time imagining that. Uh, But vulnerability, in a lot of ways, it's like when we wear these robes up here. We wear these robes, we wear these vestments when we serve up here because it makes us all the same. It's one of the very special things about our uh, Episcopal and Anglican tradition. And Ascension happens to have lots of different types of robes or vestments for people to wear. In many churches, everyone just wears this thing. Uh, It's called an alb. It's white because it reminds us we're clothed in in Christ's righteousness. Um, And it's kind of an all-purpose robe. Anyone can wear this. And all these vestments, they have different meanings and traditions behind why we wear them. But one of the special things um, is that when we wear them, none of us are ourselves up here. None of us are alone. We're all together. I feel less scared when I wear this because I remember it's, it's not about me. I'm together with not only everyone up here, but all those other people around the world that are wearing the same thing. And I love that about our tradition. It's special. And wearing this vestment, just like being vulnerable, it really does help me remember what God is reminding all of us in this epiphany season, that we're all in this together. 
We're in the fourth Sunday after the Epiphany. And if you remember, uh, we celebrate uh, the Epiphany by reading the story of the Magi. Uh, That story is special and important because the Magi, being non-Jews or being Gentiles, uh, they represent the first time that the gospel or Jesus is being revealed to the whole world. And again, that revelation, what we're learning, it's about the gospel, about Jesus, about God's kingdom, this world, and ourselves. On the Sunday since then, um, we've read three other gospels. The first Sunday after the Epiphany, we read the story about Jesus being baptized. On the two Sundays since then, we've read the stories where Jesus is calling other disciples to him, to join him in the ministry. And then we come to today's gospel, and Jesus is ready for business. Uh, Here we see Jesus teaching and casting out demons. And it's a pretty short gospel. It's only seven verses. But we do receive a profound revelation about who Jesus is in this very short gospel. For one, uh, we see Jesus wants us to learn. God cares about your growth. And we can learn and grow in many different ways. Being a nerdy person, learning new facts is really exciting to me. Um, but learning and growth, it's, it's more than that. And that's the first thing we see in this gospel. Jesus wants us to learn and he wants us to grow. Second, we see Jesus has authority. Jesus has the authority to teach, hence why we read gospels every week. But Jesus also has the authority to cast out unclean spirits. That's not something we tend to talk about in our church a lot. It's one of those uh, uncomfortable conversations. However, I find a lot of comfort in this idea. I find comfort in it because of the third thing that we learn about Jesus. Jesus cares about people. Jesus cares for anyone experiencing hardship. And I think that's an easy point to, to kind of look over when we read this gospel because of our own discomfort uh, talking about unclean spirits. But when you look at the heart of what's going on, Jesus does this out of a love for the man and his experience. And that's comforting. Jesus cares about people and cares about you. You might not know this, um, but last week was uh, the most depressing week of the year. Uh, some psychologists will they'll pinpoint January 24th as the most depressing day in the entire year. And, you know, okay about picking one day, but there's a reason we talk about seasonal depression, especially during the months of January and February. Taking a new moment to be vulnerable, those two weeks of that snowstorm, uh, I felt like I was being pulled back into COVID time. I felt isolated again. And, and for me, it felt like I was going a little crazy just in two weeks. And, and I was getting sad by the end of those two weeks. And, and honestly, was starting to, to dip slightly kind of into a depression, which is something I've struggled with over the years. This gospel is comforting for me because I know that Jesus is there for me in that. And I know I'm not alone. I know that the people of God are here for me because we're all in this together. That's one of the beauties about the church. And it's one of the great things about this church. 
If you read the Heavenly Post this week, you may have seen a thank you note from Pam and Alan Douglas thanking you for your support of them as they have walked through a hard season. That's special. And this church is special. That we are a community that is here for each other, that cares for each other, and really does live like we're all in this together. Two years ago, when Rachel and I lost our home in a storm, uh, I felt that love from this church. That night, uh, Father Christopher showed up after being at a, at a party for his son uh, to help us pack <laughs> late at night, like until midnight. Um, our vestry wardens uh, bought us a hotel that night so that we can stay in it. Many, many of you, um, that you helped us move. You bought us food. You watched our pets, kept our daughter. And some of you even gave us your clothes, which we needed. Those are the moments. And th- that is what this church is about. We are a community that is here for one another. We're a community that really does act like we're all in this together. But it starts with that vulnerability. It starts when we let our walls down and when we're honest about needing help. When we join small groups and we talk to one another. When we remember that we're all in this together and we live like a big family. I see this uh, reflected in today's epistle in 1 Corinthians which it's kind of an elaborate passage about food being sacrificed to idols. Uh, And then again, we can feel a little bit overwhelmed with that different cultural context. We might miss uh, the main point. But look at how the epistle ends. Paul says it's not about what you know. It's about love. It's kind of like Paul is saying, look, man, if me eating is going to cause a problem for you, then I'll just stop eating. And that's a pretty profound statement. He didn't say meat was bad. He didn't say it was wrong. He just said, this good thing for me might be a bad thing for you, so I'll stop because I love you. Imagine if we lived like that here. Imagine if we stopped caring about being right and we just cared for each other. And I don't think we have to imagine pretty hard because this is a church that already does that and does it well. And I'm thankful for that about this church. So thank you. Because I really do see us as a community with that same kind of care like Paul for those who stumble or Jesus for the man with unclean spirits, a community that cares and really is all in this together. Over the coming weeks, as we continue in this season of Epiphany, we will continue to learn more about the gospel, about Jesus, about God's kingdom, this world, and ourselves. It's one of the beautiful things about this time. We learn what Jesus is all about and consequently what we're all about. Hopefully, we learn to be more vulnerable as we reveal ourselves to each other. Hopefully, we will learn ways of tending God's love in each other. We, hopefully, we learn to all wear these same uniforms. Because I tell you what, when we're all in this together, those unclean spirits around us will flee at the sight. When we're all in this together, we'll have that same love like Paul, where I'd give up my favorite food for you. When we're all in this together, nothing can divide us. We aren't group against group or you against me. We're just us, like a family. When we're all in this together, redemption happens like that man in the gospel. Shame flees, fear flees, and love blossoms. Church, we all are in this together. 
we are all on that journey to learn more about the gospel, about Jesus, about God's kingdom, this world, and ourselves. Amen.